Hello and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm Raka. E. Keeping with the letters, PBJ. And today we're going to give you a craft beer, more specifically a IPA 101. So, a tutorial, if you will. There you go. So, uh, when we talk about a certain beer, you guys know what we're talking about. And for those who don't, those who do, cool. So, uh, E, you want to start off or you want me to start? Sure. IPA, uh, you'll hear that phrase, that acronym, India Pale Ale. Yep. So dissect that, and you basically what you have is a variation on a pale ale. Pale ale's been around for a long time. An India Pale Ale's been around since the 1800s, um, mid-1900s, 19th century. Um, it's just a different way of brewing uh, the hops. Typically, IPAs have a little more alcohol to a lot more alcohol than the average beer. Uh, they range from mid fours all the way up to, I've seen 16, 17%. Um, yeah. That's a question. Did you hear the quote unquote story behind how the India Pale was born? I've heard it, but uh, regale us with that tale. Does that anything to do with India? Yeah. Actually, it does. The popular origin story is that in the late 18th century, George Hodgson, a brewer of the Bow Bower Brewery in East London, began sending his pale ale to India, packed with extra hops and increased alcohol content. Both the hops and alcohol helped to preserve the beer during its long journey from England to India. Oh, that's why. It's created a bitter and stranger and strong, sorry, and stronger pale ale that was more refreshing in the hot Indian climate compared to the dark ales and porters that were popular in London at the time. And so lo and behold, the IPA was born. Basically, it was, it was created out of a need to be able to transport a pale ale uh, the distance that it needed to go to go to India. Without exactly. refrigeration. Exactly. Right. So, uh, and it actually lost its, uh, it, it lost popularity um, until very recently. Craft breweries are, are so almost solely responsible for bringing IPAs back. Uh, and, and on I'm purpose? thankful for that because it's my favorite one. Would it be on purpose or they just found a, a niche that they can grow well, into? It just kind of... Um, Happened during the 70s and 80s, that's when the craft beer revolution originally started. And they tried to replicate the old recipes from back in the day. And the brewers in America revived the original recipes that were done 150 years before, whilst adding new styles of hops and all kinds of stuff. So, which in turn, that's how the American India Pale Ale was created. So, if you have an English-style IPA, which is the original, the closest to, you know, how they made it back then, and then you have your American IPA, which, you know... Okay, so getting back to the IPA, right. it's now been developed. Yes. It's been yeah. resurgent. It's the resurgent of the, uh, the old ways of making it from 150-plus years ago. Where are we now? Now, like everyone throws anything in the mother. I'll give an example, and and I'm giving you a good example. Evil Twin. They will toss 
everything in their mother <laughs> inside. Sometimes that's I've had the mother beer. Have the crazy names, and it works. You will rarely have a beer that doesn't taste good, but they have all kinds of crazy combinations, all kinds of crazy hops, all kinds of crazy freaking you know, all kinds of things and flavors and. So it, it, from a from a person that doesn't know A from Z about beers, what's your big difference take between a regular beer on the shelf and then the IPAs? IPAs are going to be a little more hoppy. Uh, they have lots of different variations. For yep. example, the British IPA is 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 the traditional IPA, the one where uh, you know the they and they keep it that way in Britain. The hops are put in there specifically. <clears throat> In, in a way to uh, mimic the, neat, the the formula that um, they had when they had to travel to India. Uh, Is there a good brand that we can sample that's closest to that? Well, a good example of an English IPA, at least in, in the American style, would be Goose Island. So okay. The Goose Island IPA is a perfect example of what, you know, I mean. <laughs> That'd be a good base. Yeah, it's a less intense hop flavor and more balanced by the malt in the beer. The colors range from golden to deep amber, and the I love range the deep is 5% to 7%. The next, one, the, the next one you have is the West Coast IPA. They tend to be a little more fruity, uh, a fruity hop. Any uh, reason Coast. for this, or just West Coast? Uh, no, West Coast. That's the Stone Brewing Company is, is a classic one. Okay, that's a good name. Um, Sierra Nevada is another one. Yep, I like those. Especially the Sierra Nevada. That, I mean, Stone, listen, Stone's a, a, a home-run brewery. Sierra, Sierra Nevada's been around for a long time. People know them. Stone is just great, too. I mean, that's the West Coast IPA. Um, and then you got something a little more hearty, uh, the New England-style NEPA, right? What we call NEPA, yep. New England-style IPA. Um, that's characteristic by well it's it's hazy uh more so than uh you know the west coast it's, it's just hazy west coast isn't hazy and why is it hazy well it means it's unfiltered there you go um so oh, you love unfiltered dead air do give an example this is a regular ale and you see how clear it is and you have an when you have a hazy or a nipa or a deepa and it's hazy it looks like you it looks you, you can't, can't see through it, it basically it, you basically put a cloud inside of a clear beer. Pretty much. Then you got, listen, the east, uh, then you got, you got the northeast, you got the west coast, and of course you have to have the east coast. That is what I consider to be, uh, I'm from the east coast, I'm also in New England to some degree, close enough anyway. You're double dipping. Yeah, well, it, it's, I think it's the official IPA. Okay. Uh, it is the literally the difference between the British and the West Coast IPA because it, it, it's it's the middle. It's got a hoppy, piney, salt, uh, a malt backbone flavor to it. It's not a, remember remember West Coast is going to be pretty bright. Um, Northeast is going to be hazy, uh, and this is going to be closer to that. <clears throat> the West Coast usually hop forward with a piney floor and citrus notes. And a strong nice. Like give, an, give an example. The, the the closest thing that we would know on the East Coast to a West Coast from an East Coast perspective would be Rebel IPA. Sam Adams, it had it takes it takes 
the West Coast style and bring it to the East Coast. Now, that's that's one example. But usually the West Coast, it's you smell it, the aroma, it'll hit you, boom, it's dank. It's very, it's very uh it's out the door, I'm here. Very happy and 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 it'll hit you like that. While the East Coast, which is the Nipahs and the Deepers and everything else, would be more of a hazy type of, you know. Quick sidebar, anything from where PBJ is? Because it's under a tropical rainforest depression right now. Seems that way, right? Yes. Yes. He's, he's prepared. He just came in. Everybody out there, he just came in from the storm outside just to join in. Thank you, PBJ. So another uh, main East Coast IPA is like Dogfish. Uh, I've had Dogfish too. Very good, yes. Uh, and, and Victory Hop Devil is another one. Um, that one's less, a little less common, but you'll see the Dogfish everywhere. Um, can you guys can you guys describe for for novice or un uninformed people what does how can you describe hoppy? It has a very uh, like a like a bang, yeah, right? like a burst of flavor in your mouth at the outset. Um, Good burst of flavor. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's, it's not a beer taste. Um, Wheat. Wheat, like wheat filled? No. Um, I, I, would, you, would you say it's a little bit more of a, a bitter bite? I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna say something which might offend some, some, some beer lovers. And I'm a beer lover please myself. offend, please go for it. But all right, what happiness is to me, or whatever you know, like when I, before I drank IPAs and and I drank from domestic, from imported, you know, from Coronas to this, I would say and hey, I would beer, drinking, you're like. Holy shit, the beer is bad. It's not the beer is bad. It has that funky taste, that bittery, like assertive taste that you're like, whoa, you're not used to it. Mm. Now, once you get accustomed to drinking IPAs, to, to the Ubisoft, you start to search for that hoppiness, that, that taste, that extra flavor, which is what is the hoppiness, at least to me. So, yes, interesting. We have uh, the, there's a bunch of other IPAs. I just want to get one in there. That's a really popular one before we move on because we can keep going with the kinds. Okay. Sour IPA. Um, it, it is what it sounds like. It's sour. It just that it's, definitely sounds like it needs its own standalone. It's, it, is, it is an own standalone. It's equal parts tart, juicy, fruity, but sour. Uh, if you get a bunch of bunch of sour chans and you melt them down and you throw them in a beer. I, mean, uh, I you know some of them, that, are, but I mean yeah, but, sour but, skittles with what? What oh, is that oh. old sour uh, thing you used to, uh, the the sour ball sour patch you used to like eat? Like lemon drops oh, and sour. Yeah, yeah, lemon heads. You had a uh, cherry chans. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean sour patches mostly. Sour patch. I, I you know, and by the way, the sour APAs. Uh, I, I I think I'm pretty sure this is true, and I've read it before. Sour APAs, I think, are one of the oldest kinds of beers out there uh sour beer um i think it's the oldest beer out there somebody could prove me wrong but that's what i've read um and it is about the there's a bunch of other kinds of ipa uh but those are the most popular ones now let's get into the things you'll see on on the the labeling um you'll see things like dry hopped double dry hopped triple dry hopped Doubles and triples. Who doesn't love those? Right. So ba basically, 
basically, obviously, the process of, of uh, dry hopping is 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 uh, of fermenting beer. All right, yeah. you'll see DDH. You'll see all kinds of different. You see, it'll be double IPA or a deeper. It'll be DDH. It'll say double dry hopped. There's a million different ways to describe well, it. Those doubles now, you're talking about packing more punch too. Exactly. A double IPA or what they will call, or depending, you can call it an imperial IPA. They're have the, essentially, they have the hop in this, you know, um, to 11. To balance the hops, the brewers use more malt, which create a higher alcohol content. It's, it's an IPA all for that. Exactly. It's an IPA on steroids. Exactly. A strong hop flavor and aroma with piney floral, resinous, and citrus notes. Now, of course, that's your... No, that's a mouthful. You know, that's your borderline definition, of course. Now you, now you have so many breweries that they just... They've blurred the line of what a Deepa is and what a West Coast is and what an Imperial is and what a Nipa is that now you have hazy, hazy Deepas and you have freaking, you know, hop forward, you know, DDH and you have, you have a dry hop triple you have, you have triples now or triples for that matter, which have a super high alcohol content and, they're super smooth. Super like uh, IPA Supreme. Just throw everything in there. Yeah. That's an, that's another 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 thing you hear. When a when a beer is juicy and you say, Whoa, it's a beer, how can it be juicy? Explain that. He Well how can a beer be juicy? Well, you know, sort of like taking a beer and adding a little bit of little uh, a bit of a carbonation, but it has the texture of like it's going to sound weird, but like an actual juice, like exactly. orange. Um, that's what we mean. What, what we mean when we say juicy, you'll know it when you taste it. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah. What, uh, what is the what is the importance of the head on the beer? Well, that's why you get your flavor and aroma. Uh, it also practically makes you less full. So if you drank the beer right out of the, and by the way, different beers, different kinds have different kinds of heads. Sometimes you don't, you can't get. So she said, yeah, uh huh. Sometimes you can't get the head you want. Okay, just saying. But <clears throat> if you're at a bar and you're eating, the best thing to do is to ask for a glass if you get a bottle of beer, because if you drink it out of the bottle and you eat the food, you're gonna get full real fast. Uh, whereas if you pour it out and get the gas and develop the head, you'll get a better flavor of the beer, better taste, better experience. And you'll still be able to eat and eat probably more than you should, but you won't get full. Is it kind of like letting the beer air? Um, it's releasing the gases. So those gases don't get released in your stomach. Exactly. So you figure everything in here, if you just pour it and you have a huge head. And it you releases a bit of an explosion into the glass rather I mean, than happening. Well, that is if you drink it from the thing, it'll go. Well, you guys sound like getting me turned on. Now it's so it's an oral explosion in your mouth because of gas that you're releasing oh, instead you of in your belly. In your right. Excellent. All that foam, all, all that white stuff inside. All right. Now we're going to talk about hop. Uh, you know, there, there's a big thing when you see on, on bottles now, cans, it's dry hopped. Okay. Most of the IPAs are. All right. Um, 
Not not all of them, but you know, it's a big big ploy to get people to buy the dry hops. Double dry hops is a virtually meaningless uh, process. It doesn't add any more aroma. It doesn't add any more fruity, piney. But it adds alcohol. It it mm, no. It doesn't spike up the alcohol. No, it it, it doesn't really. Um, no, that's so it. why do it? Why say it? it just sounds better. You have a wet hop and you're a dry hop. I mean, it's like double dry hop. Well, that's what it is, right? That's, that's wet hop. It yes. It's dry adding hop. protection. Dry hopped means, um, it, it, you know, you're, you're dry hopping uh, is the process of steeping hops in fermenting beer <clears> and adding them while the liquid is boiling. That's it. And that creates an extremely strong aroma. You would think double dry hops gives you twice the bang for your buck, and it doesn't. It just doesn't. It, it price it more? Uh, all it does, it gives you more aroma. It gives you more of a an aroma, I suppose. That's it. I mean, but it, I don't think it affects more of the flavor. It doesn't affect more of the alcohol either. And if you double dry hop, and I guess you have what? More than one hop, obviously. And by the way, there's a such thing as a triple. Hence the double. I, I, it's only rumors, though. And that's now, equally meaningless. And nowadays, the, the price of hops has gone up so much that if you see, you say, oh, you have one hop, two hop, three hops. You have, we have three, four different hops in it. It's not so much because the price of hops is so much that certain hops cost more than the other. So if you're going to put two or more hops that are, I'm going to say, less expensive or whatever, this is just, you know, me speculating, you know, me. Who am I, right? I'm just there to do. You're paying for the hop. You know, I, I wanted to spell something about IPAs. Uh, do it. It, it, it. Not all of them are bitter by any stretch of the imagination. No, they're a lot not. Of people thought when it first came out, maybe a lot, maybe some of them were in the beginning. When they first came out, yes. Not as bitter as a Pilsner. No. No, it's not. And some of them, anyway. All these IPAs, you know, some of them, they're not better than Heineken. It basically it just adds fruit. Most of them are better than Heineken's. It, it adds it adds some fruity flavors that also come from hops. That's that's basically about it. Um, and, and, and you know you can get fancy with double dry hops, Imperial, Deepa, West Coast, but the reality is an AP an IPA uh, is a pale ale on steroids, and it's my favorite beer. Yeah. All right. Well, I think this is a good. Uh, Wrap up for the first IPA 101 installment to give a good introductory. Uh, There's so much more to talk about. We, we, we just have, oh, we, we we have, we have to do another episode of sure. this. But this provides a pretty good foundation for IPAs moving on forward. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely, definitely. Give you the vocabulary when we speak what juicy is, what double dry hopped is, what hopped is. And how does this relate to Dua Lipa? What? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. E exactly, Peter. I heard a lot about Deepa, Lipa, and I want to know how this relates to Dua Lipa. Um, that's when you take everything that you have in the Ipas and you throw it in a blender. You throw some crushed ice and maybe a couple of Skittles. And you got your sour Deepa Lipa Kalipa. All right, this is this is Raka. That's what I thought. For Izzy E and PBJ signing off.
on our first installment of the one-on-one sessions in our series of um, all things dead air dudes. Knowledge. Signing in. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe and like and leave your comments below. Stay safe, everybody. Save the whales, and we'll see you next time. Take care. Yes.